Every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to start with the three things we think you need to hear in order to be in the know. Uh, and we do that right here on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. You will not be hearing the voice of the wonderful Bradley trainer today. He is out. Uh, and Holly will be. You'll be hearing her voice more because she's not out. I am here. She is here. Now, with no further ado, let's get to those three pieces of audio. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here is the... the the first thing we think you need to hear in order to be in the know today uh, or just be totally grossed out today. Nicole Kidman did the same thing with Vanity Fair that Oprah did last week, where Oprah explained to you how to get a very popular stain out of your carpeting. And that would be the stain of the dog's business. She was real excited about that. Well, she was really excited about that. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what uh, Nicole Kidman is really excited about. Uh, She shared her, quote, special talent, and her special talent is eating bugs. Take a listen, and then we'll talk about this. I am here to reveal my hidden talent, eating micro livestock, cornworms. They're still alive. Mmm. Extraordinary. Mmm. Very moist, chewy. Can't quite describe the flavor, but need a little water. Let's try the second glass, shall we? Just a little side note. Two billion people in the world eat bugs, and I'm one of them. Because here we go. Some mealworms. Telling you, I'd win Survivor. That is a um, fruity taste. I'd recommend it. Here we have crickets. Oh, nothing. Oh, oh, awesome. Like nothing you've ever tasted. Like. A hairy nut. <laughs> Don't. Oh my gosh. A nut from the shell. Oh. And now for dessert. Oh, she's not done yet. <laughs> the fried grasshopper. These are amazing. These are exquisite. Chew with your mouth closed, right? Grasshoppers. I recommend them for anyone. Thank you for spending so much time with me and watching me eat bugs. Um, this is her talent. That is her special talent. That is no special talent, Nicole no. Kim. And you even said yourself in the video that two billion people on the planet eat bugs. You're not special. Yeah, that's not a talent. No. Number one. Number two, I, I, I wish... Nicole, and I love you, Nicole Kidman. I'm speaking directly to you right now. You're awesome. You're awesome. Uh, rise up lights. Um... I love you, but I think a special talent you could work on is chewing with your mouth closed. A special talent is spinning plates on a narrow stick. Thank you. A special talent is ventriloquism. A special talent is playing William Tell on cups. Yes. Right? Right. With a little water. I love that. No. Eating bugs is just kind of gross. And also eating food is nothing special. Trust because me. I'm yeah. doing it right I, now. Yeah. Shall we move mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. I wish we would. Behind door number two, <laughs> let's see what we've got. 
This is the second thing we think you need to hear in order to get about your day on the Colleen and Bradley show. And I have to confess, I have not been watching The Bachelor starring Ari, the former race car driver, uh, as The Bachelor. But if it is anything like any other episodes or uh, seasons of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Mm, there are some unnecessary conversations that take place. And I would say this is one that I felt like I didn't really need to be privy to. This is a conversation between Ari and one of the bachelorettes who's trying to win his heart. Her name is Kendall. Um, I'll let her speak for herself. How do you choose a number between one and a hundred? Okay. And I'll ask you the question. Do you have a well. hundred questions prepared in there? I do. I'm going to do number 99. That was my first race oh, number. Number 99. Let's see. If you're visiting a tribe that's tradition was to eat someone who had passed away, would you try human meat? No. No? You wouldn't try it? I would only do it in a life or death situation. Life or death situation? Yeah. I would totally try it. It's a curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> You scare me sometimes. I wouldn't eat you. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't. I swear. Okay. Good. All right. Why is it that the new thing is to eat weird stuff? Okay, Thank you. Like, let's not all be cannibals now. <laughs> That's not a hot new trend. That's not going to save the planet. Okay. Also, can we also just talk about the fact that that conversation lasted as long as it did? Because if I'm Ari and somebody says to me, yeah, it's a curiosity to try ah, human flesh. I'm like, peace out. Also, not romantic when they say, but I would never eat you. You don't follow that up with a kiss. Because like, that's what happens. That might be kind of fun. <laughs> um, again, that is Kendall from The Bachelor telling Ari that she's interested in eating human flesh. Everybody's got to have a hobby. Apparently. And here it is behind door number one. Okay, and last but not least, this is the last thing we think you need to hear in order to be in the know today. Yesterday, we kind of started to talk about uh, the fact that, ooh, hi, uh, the fact that uh, Tom Brady, who is a player for the New England Patriots, oh, he sure here is in town. Oh, he plays that football. Now. He does. He throws the pigskin. Yeah. Um, he was a regular caller into a show, a radio show in Boston called Kirk and Callahan, uh, and it's a talk station. It's a sports talk station. Uh, And he's not happy with them because one of their other hosts made a comment about his child, his daughter, that was, um, can I even say what what he called her? I don't really want to. But he called, just, let's just say this. It's not something that you would call a child. Yeah, he was referring to a piece of a docu-series about them, about about Tom Brady's life, where the daughter was talking about wanting to play soccer, and and she sounded like a child, but to this host, Alex Reimer, she sounded like a word that I can't say. Mm-hmm. But just fill in the blank for yourself. This is Tom Brady addressing that live on the air with the show that he regularly calls into. You know, I don't, um, I, yeah, I do want to say something. I mean, I don't want to get into the documentary much, but I did, you know, I, Stacy had told me that someone had made a comment about my daughter. Or something yes. Like that. Yeah. You, we were, um, Tom, we were just talking about, it. it was Alex Reamer and you are, you can, we, Jerry and I talked about it Friday. It was a stupid thing to say. We destroyed him for saying it. You, we can say whatever you'd like. Go ahead. 
Well, I think that, um, you know, I've tried to come on this show for many years with um, and showed you guys a lot of respect. Um, I've always tried to come on and, you know, do a good job for you guys. So, um, you know, it's very disappointing when you hear that, certainly with my daughter or any child, um, you know, they certainly don't deserve that. So, oh, no, no, Tom, um, no, no, no question. Yeah, as, as I so said, Jerry, Jerry and I yeah. talked about it on Friday. Stupid thing to say. He was suspended for it. He should be. There are certain things I think you understand as a professional athlete. You're going to be criticized for what you do or on or off the field as an individual. But for a kid to be criticized is is unbelievably stupid. There's there's no defense for it. Yeah. So, um, all obviously evaluate whether I want to come on this show again. So I, I really don't have much to say this morning. That's fine. Um, I understand. So That's totally fine. I will. Uh, maybe I'll speak with you guys uh, some other time. Absolutely so fine. We understand. All right, Tom, Thanks. you too. So he and like cut that off. Cut it off, hung it up. Now, listening to that, that was the first time that I had listened to that. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady sounds upset you can hear it in his voice yep that he is a very upset parent and he does not want to be talking to those guys at all and rightfully so right and I, but i will give him credit for the gracious way he handled it because yes. mama bear will tell you it was very measured yes uh, that it was really was very measured because you and and people you know people understand this when you're when you are in a position as a parent when somebody attacks your child in any way at all verbally whatever your instinct is to snap oh of course and he was so calm in the way that and probably far more effective than he would have been had he snapped like and, you would want to out. yeah but the way that he just says you know i was made aware of this it's not cool with me um, and and the hosts that he was talking to by the way not the same host who made the comments so that bears yes. repeating they did mention that the man who made the initial comments was suspended from yes. the air yep and sent home from minneapolis uh no longer broadcasting from radio row at the good old mall of america um he did say, though, or the hosts that he was talking to did say exactly what I, I hope everybody thinks, which is it is to, to make a comment about a public figure is one thing, right? That, right? that adult has signed up for that. They know it doesn't make it better or worse or easier to for hear that stuff. Mo- yeah, but for the most part, people who are working in a public space have deliberately made the choice to be out there. And you know that that is you're going to get blowback, right? Like that's just part of the deal, yeah, right? We all right. do. But a child who, by the way, was just being a child. And I actually we do. I do have the clip of um, what was going on that he was referring to that the host was referring to mm-hmm. and it really is she's a five-year-old girl her name is vivian she was she wanted to play soccer and have a sleepover okay and a five-year-old child is completely age appropriate when they are kind of whiny about wanting to do something well they don't have the capacity right. to if you say no they're going to be upset yeah and they'll be whiny about it so she was acting totally age appropriate and this Bully of a jerk man decided to call her a name. And I think Tom Brady is totally right in saying, I'm not having this conversation. Absolutely. I'm just not having this conversation anymore. Well, uh, we are going to have a conversation coming up with our friend Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing the dirt alert from Hollywood on My Talk 107.1. 
Previously on Jason and Alexis. Dear Diary continues. Once again, back in Lincroft, New Jersey, 1993. An 11-year-old, Alexis Thompson. Note, due to sensitive subject matter, the role of young Alexis will once again be played by our understudy. March 14th, 1993. Dear Diary, Sleepover at Lori's was fun. Everyone has a cute bra. I'm really sick of this, not having boobs. I need a bra. I'm asking mom, I need one now. Love, Alexis. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with the dirt from Hollywood. Hi, friends. Hi. It is nice to be with you. And boy, I'm starting with some breaking, really sad news. And uh, that is that Mark Salling, the actor from Glee, who has really had a lot of struggles, he pleaded guilty mm. to possession of child pornography charges last year. And he has reportedly died of an apparent suicide mm -hmm. at the age of 35. His body was found in the Los Angeles River near where he lives. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, the L.A. County Coroner's Office saying uh, that they hadn't spoken to Next of Kin yet. They're trying to get in touch with his mother. He reached an agreement with prosecutors in October, and he was going to be sentenced in March after uh, all of this child porn was found. Wow. It is really uh, yucky on all yeah. fronts and very sad. Can I rewind to the part where you said that they had not yet notified the Next of Kin? What do we know about his family situation not i don't know much okay um i don't that just seems strange to me that they would be releasing that information having not spoken to well i think uh so tmz got the story okay. and found it and and so then uh when other news outlets were going to the coroner's office apparently they weren't officially confirming sure. it mm -hmm. um now there was another uh, TMZ had reported back in August that he had um, attempted suicide as well. Then, mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, yeah, just a sad story. Well, on just, so many, on so on many, so yeah, many levels. Exactly. you know, because TMZ reports that prosecutors at the time said they had found fifty thousand images of underage children in the possession of Mark. Salley. I mean, it's horrible. So yeah. when you want to think about who you feel really bad for, it's those children, yeah. right? I mean, it's terrible. Right. He was expected to get four to seven years in prison um, as part of this plea deal. But you'll recognize him if you see him, if you're going, who's Mark Salling? Mm -hmm. He was in Glee. He played the role of Puck, yeah. who was kind of the um, ne'er-do-well, yeah. uh, you know, the, the guy. The bad the boy. Guy, yeah, the bad boy that lived on the edge. Right, you know? played a guitar. Yeah. yeah, he did. And then, you know, you think about that cast. I mean, a lot of loss for that cast. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the second cast member to have died in really tragic circumstances. Corey Monteith, of course, died of a heroin overdose. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he was dating Leah Michelle at the time. Yeah, and it's it is interesting, kind of when the when that show was on the air, everybody was remember how great it was at the beginning. It was. it was so great, and we all thought of them as kind of clean cut, like all American kids. That's not how the show presented itself exactly. to a certain degree. And a then little when, subversive. When you take into account not only the death of Corey Monteith, right, uh, and now this news about Mark Salling, but also. So, um, oh shoot! And I just Naya lost Rivera. Her name. Thank you, Naya Rivera, yes. who's had some a lot of issues with 
you know, domestic Huge violence and all sorts struggles. of things. Yes. Yeah. Like all of a sudden you start to realize that maybe everything that was being presented wasn't just how it is. And you, it just, it calls to mind the fact that you never really know what's going no, on. No. Behind the scenes. Yeah. You absolutely don't. Uh, so that's the big story today. I'm sure mm. we'll continue to follow that throughout the day. Uh, here's a headline today. Oprah indulges in carbs on her birthday. You get a carb <laughs> and you get a carb. I wish I'd get a carb, Oprah. Just kidding. Oh, she probably would share if you asked. I mean, I am eating tater tot hot dish. I'm not going to lie to you. Colleen! It's a car. I got a car. I love it. Mm-hmm. She uh, posted, uh, this is me on my birthday having cornbread and black eyed field peas with rosé. This was her Instagram video. Oh, that sounds good. And so she said uh, she can have two pieces of cornbread on her birthday, even though she's doing her Weight Watchers. But all sorts of people are, you know, wishing her the best. It's interesting as people get into their 60s. You know, Ellen is, Ellen's uh, 62nd birthday was, I think, last week. Or I is can't. it coming yeah. up? I mean, Ellen is a person to me who is forever young. Me too. Ellen is a person who like defies age. And Oprah is kind of that way too. I mean, Oprah just seems to me to be permanently like 45. What birthday is this for her? 60, um, 64. Do you remember? I remember when she turned 50. Like it was so big. Oh, didn't she have a legends ball to go along with her birthday? And then all the cool people on the planet showed up at her house. She has the best birthdays ever, Holly. Yeah. (sighs) So she like owned 50. And in my mind, she's eternally 50. Mm -hmm. How do we get invited to Oprah's house? Ever. I mean, Ever. sometimes Oprah shows up in my dreams. <laughs> Say more about that. I, I would like please. to poke really at that a little bit. I've had like multiple <laughs> dreams where I go and have a meeting with Oprah or I get to go and see her show, but I get to go see it as like sort of an intern job shadow okay. would. Can I really quickly analyze that a la Don yes. from our morning show? Yes. Dream um, she would say that whatever Oprah represents for you the quality that you love about Oprah yeah. is in your dream that's reflecting you. Really? Yeah. So it's really about whatever quality you admire in her. Oh, authenticity. Yeah, there. You're meeting with right. her authenticity. Wow. Mm-hmm. You want some of that for yourself. That was wonderful. That was deep. I mean, listen, oh, like that's my rudimentary uh, interpretation of Dawn's interpretations, but there you go. That's really good. <laughs> I also have a lot of dreams that I... Um, that I find a secret door to my house <gasps> that reveals like an extra fifteen hundred square feet, it's and I go, dream. "Why have we not been utilizing this space? Like, I could put a whole second living room in here. Why did I never know that this door was here?" It's my Colleen favorite dream. Is legitimately verklempt. It right is now. my favorite dream, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> about Elizabeth's dream, I love that dream because I have that's my recurring dream, yeah, and but I love it. What does it mean? Well. It okay. means you live in the city and you want we don't a have enough time for, for me to explain closet. it. It all has to do with where in your house, your house is your body, your soul, where in the house the room is, and then what kind of room it is and what feelings it evokes in you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, wow. et cetera. Read it. Interesting. Psychology. Thank you. I like it. Okay, before I go, I have a little royal news for you. Meghan Markle is going to give a speech at her wedding to Prince Harry, which is once again going to break royal protocol Mm-mm. she will give an affectionate it. tribute to harry affectionate uh-huh, and also breaks and protocol <laughs> the publication the sunday times adds that markle may even be planning to crack a few jokes oh, oh clutch your oh, pearls you do say the horror there will be laughter oh, it's gonna be awkward it's gonna be delicious at the same time awesome. oh she's an actress you know maybe it'll be like a wonderful performance it's like 
Will they clap? I don't know. I grew up in a Lutheran church where people perform, you know, like a musical and then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. They'll just rattle their jewelry. Yes. Oh, oh, oh isn't she fun? It's lovely. What a lovely lady. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, you guys are doing Twin Cities Live today live from, from Super Bowl Live. Yes. Down at Nicollet Mall. Catch that at, at 3 o'clock and catch Elizabeth's next Dirt Alert on the Lori and Julie Show at 520. Okay, we need a caller for our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. There's a prize on the line. Everything. You're in the good place. You're okay, Ellen. Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds and five questions, and you could win a prize, but only if you get them all correct on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is not here today. Holly Roberts is here. And we are presenting for you our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge! All right, we've got Jamie on the line. And what is Jamie playing for today, Holly? A pair of passes to go to the Minnesota Zoo anytime in 2018. Yay! Yay! Hi, Jamie. Hi. Now, do you know how this works? I do. All right, the timer will begin... After I ask you the first question, you can pass, but we will come back to the question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tom Hanks just signed on to portray which children's television legend? Mr. Rogers. The upcoming movie Black Panther is part of what cinematic universe? Pass. Which singer went by the nickname Old Blue Eyes? Pass. The Real Housewives reality show franchise airs on what network? Bravo. Which actress is Dakota Johnson's grandmother? Uh, I don't know. Um, Oh, Jamie. I'm so sorry you didn't win, but you can play every day at 1230. We do the 30-second pop culture challenge on the Colleen and Bradley show. Now, let's get those answers to those questions so you don't all sit out there in listener land wondering for the rest of your life. What okay? is happening? So, Holly, the upcoming movie Black Panther is part of which cinematic universe? Marvel. And which singer went by the nickname Old Blue Eyes? Frank Sinatra. And which actress is Dakota Johnson's grandmother? Tippy Hedren. I would have had to, like, family tree that, man. Well, sometimes you got to put the hard one That is a question tough number one. five. Yes, because, you know, we all know, just to give everybody the family tree... We all know that Dakota Johnson's mother is Melanie Griffith. Right. Melanie Griffith's mother is Tippi Hedren. Hedren. So there you go. That's how you do the math on that one. Now, we like to solve a good mystery on the Colleen and Bradley show. We love to do it in the form of blind items brought to us by our friend Holly. We call it Blinded by the Item. All right, Colleen, our first blind item today from crazydaysandnights.net is a little bit of leftover Grammy gossip. Ooh, fun. Something that happened on Sunday night on the Grammy's red carpet. Now, we need two female singers. Mm-hmm. Two female singers. So, singer number one and singer number two. That's all the information we've got. So, here we go. Which two female singers, both nominated for Grammys, flipped each other off when they were on the red carpet? Even after the recently released news about singer number one knowing about singer number two sexual assault, they still hate each other's guts. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hating each other's guts. Two female singers okay. who were nominated for Grammys 
on Sunday night. Okay, and are these confirmed? Do we know? This is not confirmed, so we're only speculating about who these two ladies could be. Okay, I am wondering if one of them is Kesha. Okay, so that would be, Kesha would be the one who had been sexually assaulted. Yes. That the other one knew about, and she flipped off this other person, and I can, give me, please, a hint, if you will. Can you? Is it possible? Yeah. Think about what this singer was wearing on Sunday night, and she wore a super long train on the red carpet on Sunday night to the Grammys. Was it Lady Gaga? Really? Yes. (gasps) That is horrible. I don't like that. I'm sorry. Okay, fill in the blanks, and then we'll talk about why I'm upset by this. Please. All right, so... Lady Gaga and Kesha, both nominated for Grammys, flipped each other off when they were on the red carpet. Even after the recently released news about Lady Gaga knowing about Kesha's sexual assault, they still hate each other's guts. This according to crazydaysandnights.net. Now, this is just rumor. Yeah. But allegedly, somebody saw this happen on the red carpet. Here's what I don't like about this, if this is real, or even if it's not. I What I don't like about it is... I just, it bugs me that in this time, especially, but at any time, I don't like that uh, the story being told about women being at odds with each other, especially when it revolves around one person being victimized. Now, in the case of Kesha and Lady Gaga, what bothers me about that is Lady Gaga being such a loudspoken proponent of women's rights and uh, equal treatment and, uh, you know, all, all of the things she stands for, anti-bullying, etc. That just doesn't feel very becoming or mm, on brand, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's that's often how we feel about reading some of these blind items is that, you know, whether or not you believe them is up to you because it's purely gossip and it's purely speculation. Which is what we deal in well, on uh, well, My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's, that's kind of our wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday where we were talking about, I think, social media in as much as people often buy their followers. Well, nothing is real and everybody smokes. Exactly. According to Cap Perkins, this blind item just kind of shows that that might be a possibility. Mm-hmm. But let's move on, Colleen, All to right. our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Blinded by the item. All right, we have a foreign-born A-list singer and his wife. A mm-hmm. foreign-born A-list singer and his wife. Okay. The prenup for this foreign-born A-list singer was he uh, forced to sign by his wife includes all kind of clauses about his sobriety. He isn't really keeping with those right now. His wife doesn't really want another divorce right now, though, when things are going great for her professionally. Hmm. Think. Okay. Of a wife who was mar- <laughs> married to an A-list singer. Uh-huh. Who's foreign-born. Born. We all know him. Okay. Well, we she, all know the wife, too. Okay, because she's got a, her own career. Yeah, and she is riding high right now. Oh, geez. Oh, We've man. We've been seeing her at award shows. She's been winning left and right for a particular role that she took on early okay, last so year. She is an actor. Correct. Okay, and I'm thinking it is Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Right. Okay, so fill in the blanks and we'll uh, double back on that, too. The prenup? Keith Urban was forced to sign by Nicole Kidman includes all kinds of clauses about his sobriety. Keith isn't really keeping those right now. However, Nicole doesn't really want another divorce, though 
because things are going great for her professionally, being she's winning tons of awards for Big Little Lies. Yep. And we just heard earlier in the show that her secret hobby is eating bugs. Which, so, I mean, does it get better? Roses for her, or it, everything's coming up crickets. Exactly. Um, this is not the first time. So, okay, so just to kind of peel the curtain back a little bit, NT Lawyer, who is the person who writes these blind items for his own blog, crazydaysandnights.net. Mm-hmm. He is an insider in Hollywood. And, and apparently that has been confirmed by many people uh, and publications. Yes. That this, the actual person who runs this blog is actually somebody in the know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we know that. What I will say is I, I feel like this is not the first time we have had a blind item about this couple revolving around the same theme. Right. So it's always interesting to see the threads mm-hmm. on crazydaysandnights.net. So sometimes try to bring you some of those threads, the narrative threads that yep. run through, because there are definitely people that NT Lawyer from crazydaysandnights.net loves to talk about. And then often, I mean, what will what will, we will see happen frequently is things that we talked about uh, in, reveal in, yes, in the blind items will reveal themselves in other publications. Oh, that just, that makes me sad for her if, if it's true. And again, like you said, if, if it's, it's true. true, if it's true. All right, let's move on to a confirmed blind item, Ooh, shall fun. we, for okay. our last one? Now, this was published back in November 15th of last year. Okay. Of At, last year. Got of it. last year, okay. 2017. We've got a permanent A-list singer. We also have a reality momager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I think you're already putting the pieces uh, of the puzzle I know who the <laughs> All right. At that big wedding this week, this permanent A-list singer, who is permanently A-plus list in the mind of many, has requested to be seated as far as possible from that reality momager she can't stand. Okay, so I'm guessing that obviously the reality momager is Kris Jenner. I'm guessing. I, I mean. I mean, yeah. I'm guessing that the A-plus lister is Beyonce. And I'm trying to figure out whose wedding that would have been at, at that big wedding this week. I'm trying to remember who got married in November. It was very splashy. Very splashy. Yes. There was a lot of press. She just had her first child with her new husband in the last quarter of 2017. Ah. She is a superstar in her own right, by the way. She is one of the most successful people to ever have done her particular job. Why is this so annoying to me that I can't From like the world of sports? Uh, she's amazing. Oh, yes. The um. Oh, gosh. The tennis player. You can do it. You can do it. Colleen. Uh, come on. Come on. I keep on wanting to say Selena Gomez, but it's not well, Selena Gomez. It's Serena Williams. <laughs> Close enough. I got there. All right. So wow. I'll fill in the blank okay. for you at Serena Williams's wedding. Beyonce. Uh, requested to be seated as far as possible from Chris Jenner. She can't stand her. Okay, I love this. Yes, because this- I love any storyline that tells me that Beyonce cannot abide Kim and Kanye. <laughs> of course you know Beyonce can't abide Kim and Kanye. Right. She can't stand them. And Kim wants to be her friend so bad. I it's know. so entertaining for me. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So that one's been confirmed. Yes. That one was confirmed by crazydaysandnights.net. Oh when we say it's been confirmed, that means that names have been published with the blind item. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, something else has been confirmed. And that is Ooh. whether or not that actually was Donna Mills that Lori and Julia cocktailed with in L.A. I can't even.
Donna Millsgate. <laughs> it has been revealed. It is confirmed. Uh, if you didn't catch it, we're going to recap the entire experience after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Reese Witherspoon is like sitting on Oprah Winfrey. And when you see her legs peeking out from her dress, you can see there are three of them, my friends. And then there are these photos where you see Oprah in one of them has a hand on her hip, a hand on her lap, and a hand around Reese Witherspoon's waist. I wish I had a third hand. (laughs) Oh my gosh, imagine you your words it? per minute, how fast you could tweet. I would crochet. No, you crochet. guys, you oh, would, you would yeah. be so confused. It would be totally exhausting. <laughs> okay. You're right. Well, we've got that settled. You can take yeah, that for do. what it's yeah. worth. We'll take a third hand. leg, though. <laughs> no, I'm not a third leg. I'm just going to. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny's like, got it. I already nailed that one. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of is season three any good? I have it on my DVR. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Well, yesterday we arrived at the final resolution for something that we have called Donna Millsgate on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is not Bradley Trainer. He's not here today. Holly Roberts hanging with me uh, for the duration. And uh, it all started with a uh, conversation at the Polo Lounge in L.A. last week. So Lori and Julia had gone to L.A. for the SAG Awards. Their annual pilgrimage. Exactly. To the awards show. This year was a little bit different for a number of reasons that we don't need to get into, but what you do need to know (laughs) is they visited most of their normal haunts. And the Polo Lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel is one of Lori and Julia's normal haunts. And they have this whole, like, theory about why they show up when they show up because the regulars who are usually the celebrities who are pretty low key they go earlier this is the story we hear well while they're there oh i didn't know about that strategy oh oh yes they want the early bird special maybe or like they uh, yeah just Lori was just like you're more likely to see somebody that you know you that is notable if you go earlier whether or not that's true we'll never know we don't know it's just Lori. Yes. So Lori has told us this. Anyway, so Lori, they go early and they, they're in the they're standing at the bar, they find some seats at the bar and they turn around and oh my goodness, they're sitting in a booth. Can you believe it? Is Donna Mills. No, I can't believe it. What I and nor should you. What I'm about to tell you is my version of the events as they took place. It bears noting I was not there. I'm certain that when Lori arrives at the station, should she be listening right now? She will find her way in the studio and correct me. (laughs) But this is how I interpret what happened. This is your truth. It is. Mm -hmm. If I'm imagining what happened, I think Lori looked at that woman and said, I know you're Donna Mills. Oh my gosh, I just love you. I love you so much. Oh my gosh, can you just, and when you were on Nuts Landing and then this other time, and then I watched your reality show and I'm so sad it got canceled. I am 99% sure that that other person never said, hi, nice to meet you. I am Donna Mills. I am 99% sure that that other person did nothing but respond to whatever she could pick out of what Lori was saying in the 20 minutes that Lori was talking to her. And I'm 99% sure 
that that woman probably after they walked away looked at whoever she was with and said what just happened i don't know <laughs> and colleen i respect your version of the truth and I am 100% here for it because while Lori and Julia were telling their story over and over again last week about meeting Donna Mills, there was missing information. Yes. We didn't know exactly what they talked about. Right. You know, what did you, what did you have a conversation with Donna Mills? What led you to believe that you were actually talking to Donna Mills? Did this woman even have a chance to disprove that she was not Donna Mills? And the best part about it is if you ask those questions, one of two things happens. If you say, well, how do you know it was Donna Mills? Their answer will be something along the lines of, because we have eyes. Well, so so do we. Yep. Good thing. Yep. Or you will say, what did she say when you said X, Y, or Z? And then the subject will get changed because I'm guessing she didn't get to say anything. (laughs) So that's how it all began. So they send a picture to Jason and they're like, can you believe we met Donna Mills? Because Jason's a big not slanding fan. Yes. Jason sees the picture and immediately says, that's that ain't no Donna Mills. No. Sorry. No sorry, Bob. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Exactly. Jason then finds a way to get in touch with Donna Mills actual publicist and he arranges for an unveiling it took a little while but they were on board right yeah and so finally yesterday at three o'clock this is what it sounded like in the my talk studio when donna mills called in you you are more important to us so so to ke- I know your publicist told you, but we're going to just cut to the chase because you're a busy woman. Our drive time divas, Lori and Julia, last week thought uh, for sure that they met you at the Polo Lounge and had a 20-minute conversation with you. So one more time, Donnie, give me the timpani, and then Donna will answer whether or not for sure it's her. Donnie, the timpani, please. There's the timpani. Okay, guys, I'm really sorry, but whoever that woman was wasn't me. By all accounts, everybody in the office could hear us screaming in this room. And by the way, that is from the video taken in this room. In yeah, in In the the studio. studio. Because we all screamed. We were all there watching this happen. We kind of all knew it. We totally all knew it. And I will even say, I don't know if Dawn talked about this at all, but Dawn was the only person who believed it was Donna Mills. But did she? I don't think so. But did she? I think she just wanted somebody Somebody to be on their side. Thank you, Colleen. (laughs) Dawn is a sweetheart. She wanted to be on their side. But I think deep down inside, Dawn really understood that that was not Donna Mills. I'm pretty sure she knew. So did pretty much all of our listening audience because we shared those two photos with you all week long you guys are small you guys are are eagle-eyed yeah Yeah. so um can we we're gonna try to play the new promo that has been created that really does the best telling of the story so donna millsgate wrapped up in spectacular fashion on the laurie and julia show the question did laurie and julia meet the real donna mills star of knots landing or did they spend 20 minutes talking to a complete stranger? What did the real Donna Mills say? Okay, guys, I'm really sorry, but whoever that woman was wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't drinking at the pool. 
Wasn't me. Wasn't talking about this landing. Wasn't me. I didn't say it was enchanted. Wasn't me. Wasn't talking to your goobers. Wasn't me. I wasn't boozing with your sisters. Wasn't me. Wasn't dishing on my castmates. Donna Millsgate. It wasn't her. Just another crazy day at the office on My Talk 1071. And actually, I think I saw a picture of the woman. Right? She doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> I'm telling you, you cannot we lost write that. A darn mine. We did, and so did Julia, because Julia is in, I don't know where she is today. I haven't seen her yet. The case of denial. On our lovely Julia was epic. It's not and just a river in Egypt. It really folks. is not. She even after the entire hour played out, came in and was like, "Are you guys sure?" <sighs> yes, Julia. Yes, we are sure. All right. When we come back, we're going to pivot. Here's the question: Are you experiencing the Hollywood sexual misconduct fatigue? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Give us a call. We're going to talk about that after this on My Talk one zero seven one. My Talk 107.1. Everything. I'm going to change you from a rooster to a hen with one shot. Entertainment.